And we're back. And we're back at it again. Dude, so I want to jump right into it. Do it. Do it. Last night I watched, uh, have you ever seen Insomnia with Al Pacino and Robin Williams? Yeah, dude. Is that Nolan's second movie? I didn't know Christopher Nolan directed it. You didn't know that? Yeah, no, it's so good. But um, fucking Robin Williams somehow manages to like be weirder than Al Pacino. By a mile, and why? And Al Pacino is supposed to have insomnia in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's like the whole point, right? They both have insomnia. The killer and the detective have insomnia. Robin Williams is the killer because he's so good at playing crazy. But if if you know, it's a Robin, weird way he does it. it he does it weird because, like, if you know Robin Williams, it's really unsettling because it's just like, you know, I didn't mean to murder her, Chief. <laughs> hey, buddy. I didn't mean to do nothing. He always plays that type of crazy guy too. He never plays someone who's like, "Yeah, I wanted to fuck her guts." It's like I think one hour chief. photo is more in that direction. A little bit more, but yeah. it's still he's like, "I just wanted a family." <laughs> <laughs> I was unloved. Um, Al, Al Pacino in that movie is awesome because he. You can tell this man has been awake for four days straight before. Oh yeah, like he's there. There's this. He was thing. on cocaine and heat. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, then, that's yeah. that famous scene where he's like, she got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my life seen somebody portray insomnia correctly where they're like, literally, they look tired, like their body's yeah. about to give out, but they physically cannot go to bed. I'm like, he's he's method acted this. Oh, and I love where they said it in Alaska. Did you see that video clip of Al Pacino's birthday today? Oh yeah, with him eating the cake. Yeah, and he's pretending to choke. Did he's... you know? Did you notice he still has that Shrek iPhone case on? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like what Shrek grand... movie was he in? No, it's no, no, no. It just his grandkids got him an iPhone case that has a bunch of pictures of Shrek on it, and so that's what he still uses. <laughs> that's so cute, man. Oh, that's awesome. Oh uh, fucking. Uh, so and then I watched a movie. It's maybe like the worst drama I've ever seen, dude. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's produced by Chris D'Elia, and oh no, produced and directed by uh, Giancelo uh, Esposito, who played Gus on Breaking Bad. Oh no! It's produced, directed, and starring Gus from Breaking Bad, and dude, this thing is the premise in the right hands would be a comedy, and so and. So they lit it like what's that movie Money Plane with Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally lit like Money Grouch Plane. the Third. Yeah, <laughs> Ignatius Emmanuel Grouch the Third, also known as the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, so it, it's all this like even like TV lighting, like kind of almost porny. And they're like, we're gonna make a reality show, right? Where the contestants kill each other. <laughs> And then we give money to their family. And uh, that's kind it, of a cool premise. Kind of a cool premise. Kind of a cool premise. And and so they botched I botched it. They a hundred percent, bro. Oh fun. So like I gotta the, watch this. The, uh, yeah, no, the guy says on HBO and the guy's like uh HBO? Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, a, it's this not sounds a, like straight Netflix movie. It dude, it's it's of that caliber. Okay. I I wouldn't be shocked if it started there. You can you can tell it's like a and they a, wanted it off like it's that bad. It's it's like an off label for a studio. You can tell that it's like mm-hmm. some it's like whatever is one down the rung from what Dimension was. Okay. Yeah, but uh, fuck, where was what I? does he play as the character? Who is he as the character? He's this guy who's like, 
Uh, is he a contestant or the host? He's he's a contestant. Uh, okay, that's that's who Gus plays, and he's like, I need to. He just can't get a job. Like like literally, they introduce him from the beginning. He has so much goddamn screen time, and it's just him getting fired. And so when they're like, we're making a show where people kill themselves to save their family, you know exactly <laughs> what the fuck is gonna happen. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Wait, so it's played as a straight drama? It's played completely straight, and I didn't know that for half an hour. <laughs> I thought it was a comedy until it just kept getting sadder and sadder. So, like, this is why I thought it was a comedy. He's like, okay, I fucking hate this show. Because the, the conceit is, the mm. last reality show this guy was on, a lady killed herself. Okay. And so he was, and then he, he talked about it on a morning show. He's like, it's so fucking sick what we do. We should, I'm never going to be in this reality bullshit ever again. It's so fucking sick. And then some lady is like, you really spoke truth to power. I want you to host a show where people kill themselves for money. And, and you're like, and then he's like, no, no. And he walks out. And then literally two minutes later, he walks into her office, like all tough. And you think he's going to like fucking beat this woman up. You think he's going to fucking be like, you're the devil. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? We're going to do this show, but we're going to do it my way. I'm going to control the messaging. <laughs> he, so he negotiates for the messaging. Um, <laughs> and then okay. they immediately <laughs> jump into production, and he's just, like, super on board with it. <laughs> like finger gunning? Let's go. Yeah, like, hey, all right, let's get cracking. 100% just right back into TV host producer mode. Oh, wow. And... uh. And I was like, well, how are they going to do these suicides? And and so they, they do it like a network show. They, they play a little sad featurette about their life. And then they build you a little set of where you want to die and let you kill yourself however you want. What? Yeah, and there's a few things that are never addressed. One, this is like a Black Mirror, Squid Games. You can like, kind of think... Like, you know that the it, it's it looks like the worst shot and lit episodes of Black Mirror. Okay, and it has a premise about as good as the worst episodes of Black Mirror. I can tell. I can tell you right now, this was probably a Black Mirror spec script. Oh yeah, that like fucking. You know, let's turn this into a movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was one of those things where it was like story by X and then screenplay by Y. Yeah. So it's probably two buddies that had an idea and managed to managed to sell. It's not a bad idea. It just looks terrible and the tone is so wrong and for what it's trying to do yeah and they deal with they deal with the fucking director turned it into a goddamn vanity project there's no yeah. reason that character needs to have all of the runtime and then uh if like you could make the, a black comedy and like a commentary on reality tv shows and how depraved like people who are watching it are which has been done kind of to death. To death. Yeah. yeah, like uh what God Bless America, yeah. Natural Born Killers. Yeah. These are these are cultural touch points at this point, and it's like no one has added no. anything to this discourse. They tried to do that years. with the was the Sofia Coppola movie with Andrew Garfield. The Bling Ring? To, I can't remember, but it's like he's a YouTuber. Oh god, I did yeah, it see was that? a bad movie. Dude. I think YMS had a like the only thing I remember about it is like they just misplaced shots in the movie. <laughs> so Sofia Coppola movies, it's she's she's like the ugly girlfriend that can cook. What's there's like, only one good movie she has. Uh, what the is Bill it? Murray movie? 
Oh, Lost in Translation? Yeah, that movie rules. Oh, my God. I've literally never heard a bad word about that. And then everything else she's ever touched, people are like, that's shit. That's shit. And she already had a bad reputation for Godfather 3. Yeah, it's just because of that awkward makeout. <laughs> yeah. She just wasn't hot enough in Godfather 3. and her Father, whole I've been shot. <laughs> that's pretty rough. It's rough. Oh, but that means I was the best take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's sad. Okay, and then I got into this uh, other show. I literally, like, dude, I've been working on a, a really involved project, like 12 or 16 hours a day, just, like, fucking cranking on it. Okay. And uh, so I've had some background noise because it's mostly cranking on some fucking emails. And uh, it's – I watched the other two on HBO Max. you seen this? Uh, no. It's kind of a cool premise. This uh, kid – uh, gets he's like 13 years old and he gets famous, like from like he has like a song called like I want to marry you at recess. <laughs> okay. And uh, he's got two siblings that are like both like 29 and 30. Okay. And they're like, one's a failed actor and the other is like a real estate agent who's squatting in the homes she's selling. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it, it, it's a pretty cool setup. And honestly, this is just a straight up recommendation. Okay, cool. I literally watched the whole show in a day. Okay. Just caught all the plot points, was fascinated. Um, it has probably some of the uh, the the best uh, gay sex scenes ever. In, okay, in cool. Anything ever. Like, honestly, like, it's... That's not... I guess Brokeback Mountain's not too weird. No, yeah, no, that's the thing is it's just, it's just like, uh, it's shot better than most uh, fucking straight sex scenes. Like, actually, yeah. by a country mile, it, they may be the best shot I've seen in terms of not making me uncomfortable, not being fucking, like, offensive, and not eating up four minutes yeah. of fucking nonsense visuals. Like, there was, I don't know, there's so much about that show. And what's funny is the kid, this is actually one of the best handoffs from season one to season two I've ever seen. Okay. The kid's fame kind of wanes because he wants to go back to college. But guess what? The mom just landed a talk show host deal. Oh, wow. And they build it up so perfectly, dude, that like by season two, and she's just a talk show host, you're just like there for it. Okay, cool. It's, it's a master class in like show running. It's a, or, or just like architecting like Any a show. big names attached to it? Oh. Uh, or anybody, yes. actors, producers, anybody we know? It's it's Lauren Michaels is the executive producer. Whoa, really? Yeah, and then it's. Why haven't I heard of this? I probably have. And then it's created by Chris Kelly and then a, a woman whose name, I, Sarah Schneider, I want to say. Okay. I feel, I feel bad for not remembering that right away, but I'm not familiar with her stuff. Chris Kelly, I think, has done a bunch of shit. Yeah. But uh, I was shocked to see, uh, there's probably more of these that I don't know about, but uh, like an HBO Lauren Michaels joint. Probably. Is, is, pretty, is pretty good. And uh, the only thing that was egregious was like, egregious Bowen Yang yeah, yeah. Uh, like crossover like he's not a character in the episode but they're like oh there's this one scene where they're like oh dude Bowen Yang made fun of you and, and then he's like yeah the new SNL cast is really coming into their own ha 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 and it's just like dude ah, we get it <laughs> but what's really funny is it's funny how many times now Lorne Michaels name shows up after gay sex yeah. I wonder if that's what he envisioned when he was like architecting Saturday Night Live, like, you know, one day, Patty, <laughs> my name will appear at the end of the most popular gay sex on television. 
post L World. Post L World, yeah. <laughs> I was at a blockbuster video once in like 2004, and my my mom was told by a cashier she was like, you know what? You're very pretty. You look like this girl from the L Word. And my mom didn't know what that show was. <laughs> it's like a week later, she's like hanging out with friends, and I'm like, that's a show about lesbians. Yo, 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 yo. The L word. <laughs> the L word. I, did you ever watch that, actually? I remember being like 13, uh, skipping through it to see all the kissing scenes and like seeing if they were rad or not, but I never watched it. <laughs> so, did you remember that, that movie trailer of a guy who was crying at the Star Wars Rogue One trailer, or is it Force Awakens? It's Force uh, Awakens. There's a bunch of them. So there's like you can there's the famous one, the first guy. Fuck, is it Jeremy Johns? No, it's no, it's no. Eric Butts. Okay, do you know Eric Butts? I know about him. So I didn't know this, but he is deeply involved in the horror like fandom community. Okay, and you know, and I'm a Joe Bob Briggs fan, and sure. so like I circulate in those spaces on like Twitter and shit at Piss Magazine. Um, and, uh, there was this weird night where, uh, this guy who looked oddly familiar popped up and he's like, Hey, I'm hosting the live tweets for, uh, Joe Bob Briggs, the last drive in tonight. And I'm making a custom hot dog for every movie. And so I learned so much about Eric Butts that night. He was, um, live tweeting the whole movie. And then I learned that like every week he does like custom hot dogs, like, Wow. And and I'm just like, this is like geeky shit I can get a little bit behind. Like his obsession, yeah. with, like he's married, they don't have any kids, but he seems like a normal person who just likes things. It's but very I, passionate. It's very passionate. And I'm like, just like kind of blown away by his existence, man. Like there's actually, <laughs> there's been no effort to cultivate curb appeal. And that is so interesting in like an adult man. Oh yeah. It's like, dude, I... I'm to a me, little... there's a line with nerdy shit sometimes. Dude, there is. Like, no, I, you know, maybe this is vain, but like, I, I didn't play video games in high school or keep up with comic books or anything like that because I wanted to seem socially normal to women. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, so like with me in gaming stuff, I'm more of like old man complaining about games. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck's going on? Don't take this shit away from me. But people who are like, Dressing up and in discords, <laughs> like, oh my God. it's like I I'm not into. I that can only come if I think about in this anime character I like. Yeah. Like, like I was what? into Star Wars because of like how prevalent it was for me as a kid, but you know, I, all I did about it was talk to a friend about the movie. You never made a hot dog out of the mille- no. about the Millennial Fal- Millennium mm, Falcon. No, <laughs> I I went to the movie. I saw Last Jedi. I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm an adult now. That like that was the moment. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> You know what would be kind of cool? What? If we could get Eric Butts to make us a Piss Magazine hot dog. Hell yeah. I don't. Here's the thing, though. I don't like mustard on my dogs, bro. It would suck to have a hot dog what? made for your well, show. Well, I guess you can't go to Chicago. Oh, dude, I can't <laughs> wait for that, because that's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to get in, yelled at. I'm in Chicago too much to not get fucking yelled at for ordering a fucking decent hot dog. See, what's the argument that the sugars in the ketchup mess with the hot dog? I'm pretty sure that's the is that logic. what it is. That's what they say. Yeah. It's here's well. Here's the thing. Man. Why do I know that? <laughs> uh, you know, onions and quarter pickle spears fuck up my whole day and how my mouth tastes. Yeah, I think. I mean, if I'm going, am I gonna, with a, am I gonna brush my teeth in downtown Chicago? <laughs> fucking idiots. That's why you don't talk to people in Chicago. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it's that bad breath with the mustard. Oh, mustard and onions. Oh, and you man. know what? 
Uh, no one cool there smokes cigarettes. Like, nobody. I mean, I guess cigarettes are expensive there, dude. True. But, like, do you know how much it sucks to go to a bar and strike out bumming smokes? Oh, yeah. That has never happened. It used to be a dollar a cigarette. I think you got to do, like, two or three dollars a cigarette. There was a huge fucking sound. Did you hear that? It's like a boom. It sounded like the screen door kind of, like, went from the wind, maybe. Uh, I got a window open, but. Oh, crap. <laughs> Hopefully nothing to, in the bathroom. Oh. No, no. You know what it is? I'm going to clap. Bam, bam, bam. bam. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, especially in nerd culture, I think it's, like, kind of weird to, I don't know. It's not the dressing. I don't care. People can do what they want, but I just don't. I just, like, I'm a fan of the movie. (laughs) I'm so happy that, like, it's, for me, I'm happy that, of course, men have, like, a social, they have a big enough community now where they feel seen and shit. And that's, that's so cool, man. Um, and now women are getting the confidence to do that because I know too many <sighs> shut-in women, and it's really bothersome, dude. Like people, you know those like old spinsters and shit. Mm-hmm. They don't come from nowhere, man. They're they start out as lonely young women, and I'm like, it's I don't understand the psychology of it. But there's some there's some women I know that like they don't leave their house or apartment for anything but work. Yeah, I know it for like a fact because it's like. They'll, they'll text me and they'll be like, I went outside today and it <laughs> took everything. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. And I mean it. And I'm just like, what is happening? Because, like, I understand, like, being scared of outside. Your house is the right temperature and oh, food's yeah. there and shit. It's, it makes sense why you wouldn't. Especially if you've done acid and watched too many space documentaries. <laughs> I, me. <laughs> the, the atmosphere could just blow away, man. <laughs> and then we just go into space. You're saying a... Uh, uh, you're saying a super black hole can collide with another super black hole and have ripples through the atmosphere? What? 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 Like, mm. Fuck all this. Oh, dude. Fuck listening to Brian Cox two, high. Two things <laughs> I never fucking talk about. Space and politics. Because that Thank both God. send me into an existential spiral that like I live in. Yeah. From, for like, I don't know, nine months? Yeah. Like, if... If I'll tell you this much, like if there's like a break in like the Epstein case or it comes in the news cycle again, please, (laughs) one, please. But two, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Like I have, I can't go back to the edge again. No, (laughs) I can't handle it. Like all of these people that were like so prominent in 2016 are just falling off the wagon now. It's just like so annoying. Politics is just annoying. Movie culture is coming back. Theaters are alive again. We're going like yeah. four or five times a month now. Yeah, seriously. Minimum. Like, I, there's some weeks where I've gone three times to the theater and and people want to come. Like it used to be, dude, you know how hard it was a little bit like po- like in the 20 teens towards the end to get people to want to go to a movie? That were like, not Marvel movies. Yeah. That, that was the king. Pack theaters for Marvel movies. But if you wanted to go see, I'm trying to think of a, Cool movie, 2006. Bone Tomahawk. Oh, no yeah. one was seeing that no. movie. Yeah, they'd be like, let's go to a bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. So speaking of prominence, I have something. Uh, here's what I hate about Twitter, dude. It's, it's the view count <laughs> shit. Because you know what it, what hurts? Well, oh, it hurts your soul. It hurts your soul because, dude, I, I have posts now that get over 100,000 views. And, and you know, basically anything I get with a hundred or more likes, we'll get a hundred thousand views mm-hmm. or more. And 
that hurts so much to know that like a million people officially have read what you have to say <laughs> and it has impacted your life zero percent <laughs> zero it's weird because like the st- i don't know like with i stopped with that one account i had i stopped fucking saying things yeah. and getting attention and i'm wondering if i knew how many people were actually seeing it it would have been very bad for the fucking mental health oh dude <laughs> i remember like having like a shitball twitter account with like i don't know maybe 200 followers yeah uh 300 600 on a good day yeah. i don't i fucking don't know but uh it was around when impressions dropped i looked actually and i was like oh dude i'm doing like 150k a month oh man. that felt really cool and now it's like basically hop in under any post with a million views because you know it's gonna go to 10 million yeah and then just people will scroll people will scroll on a thread for five or ten minutes and they'll find what you wrote yeah and it's like Oh, you know how many followers I've gotten from that, bro? How many? Fucking zero. Woo! Zero people. Fuck. Actually, one. There was one guy who was like being a beat poet, and I was like, I have no idea what you're saying, bro. <laughs> you, you know what he said? He said, bear spray is a rightist concoction. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, I, I probed. People came to his defense, and they're like, nah, man, I get what he's saying, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bear spray is right wing as fuck. And I'm... And I'm and then I like actually culturally like what do you yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, fucking, I was unaware of the storied history of jackbooted thugs with bear spray. Like, but, I guess. Oh, okay. Now I get what they're saying. Yeah. And so, oh, well, no. Yeah. And then I, that's what he's, he was like, Oh dude. Yeah. So we used to call it tear gas. And then they just kept moving the goalposts and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I get that. I get, that's, yeah. yeah. That's uh, okay. But like everyone that came to his defense was like, I don't know. It's very, it's very hard to be correct on the internet, man. I know that's not a unique sentiment. I don't think. I mean, but I was just you can like, have an opinion on anything, and then somebody's gonna have the opposite. No, but my opinion was only this isn't grammatically understandable English. <laughs> like, I, I was just saying, can you please elaborate your point? And then he did. <laughs> and the problem is, people read cool. things in their own tone. Yes. So now if you're, you're being bitch, spiteful. You like yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're being spiteful. I love that. It's <laughs> totally what it is. It's like, because. Dude, I, in real life, I, I'm i like the worst at, I have the hardest tone to read when I'm joking with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, you fucking faggot. Like, I'm terrible. <laughs> like, people will tell me like years later that like, dude, that hurt my feelings. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. It's like, I just, I, something about, I think that's why we're good friends is that. Just like anything happened, or if anything says anything, I fucking forgot it happened. Yeah, you have to remind yeah. me. I fucking let shit go. People, like I don't know. Do so you know what's crazy, man? Sa- Sam was MIA, right? Uh huh. And then like we had a phone call, and I was like, "Cause I can, I can go show up where this motherfucker works and just uh-huh. go talk to him," but I've been busy. Mm-hmm. So uh, his fuck, he missed like a payment on his phone. I think cause text stopped going through. Oh no. And. He's only posting shit from a bar, and I'm like, dude, how fucking have we lost Sam? <laughs> like, he's too funny. I'm not gonna fire him, but like, where the fuck are you? Where are you? Where yeah. are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I we just made 50 female fans. You know what's, dude, you know what's yeah. crazy, dude? It's like I told you, we just gotta get. I might maybe we drag Dylan into piss mag for an episode. No. I thought I thought it'd be a good promo for Big and Bald, at least to have, yeah. have him on. I wanted to do this one 
fucking are the actual show though because I've been doing too many interviews. Yeah, and haven't we haven't had like a cruise show in a long time. I know, and uh, I fucking we we have a real interview coming up. I know, I'm excited. No, not disparaging any of my past guests, but <laughs> you're all you're all people from Twitter. Yeah, nothing and, wrong, and nothing and, wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, I you know I, I don't know. I talk to some of those people still. They're all, they're they're great. They're nice, friendly, lovely people. Um, fucking uh, Mad Trash like actually works with Piss Magazine now, like officially. Fuck yeah! Yeah, welcome to the team. Welcome. Uh, but fucking, what the fuck was I talking about? I wanted to do a crew episode again. Oh yeah, wanted to do a crew episode, and we got a real guest for Monday or Tuesday. I know we need another crew one. I, I mean, do we do a new crew? Crew point two point oh. Crew point. Crew point oh. Crew point oh. Uh, yeah, we no. off get crew cuts. Well, we're just gonna show up with the mics to the bar that fucking Sam works at. Oh yeah, and just give him a lapel mic. Give him like like a USB extender with like a snowball, yeah. so he's having to carry it around. <laughs> just hear some weird interactions at a Midwest bar. <laughs> I just I feel bad because like in the last like two or three weeks we've set up a lot of things for this podcast to actually make money. I know and it's like. Please be around for this. Please. I don't want to fuck you in the ass. I know. When like, <laughs> I just wish like I. But it is hard for people who, I guess, just don't like, do entertainment industry shit no. on any level. Not that. Not that we, we're fucking industry insiders, but we're fucking. Indies. We're fans, or like we understand like the machinations of it on we, some level. We listen to like because a couple of our friends don't really listen to podcasts like we did. Yeah. And like in hours and hours of just like kind of understanding and like listening to interviews and stuff. So it's like studying like every facet of the industries we want to be a part of. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's all. That's all we've done for years now is basically try to figure out how to podcast and how to like do multimedia stuff without completely showing our ass without being fucking idiots. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we, we break those rules a lot. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's better to do that. I don't know. It's more fun. Like, it, as much as I would love to just make a, a perfectly sculptured corporate product, I don't want to do that just yet. No. I'll get there. I'll make something that's like... So we had a slight editing thing we had to fucking deal yeah. with. But we're, I guess we're just talking about how we plan to sell out. Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. Hardcore. We're going to take all the punk credibility we Dude, have. I'm going to study guys. succession. I'm going to become <laughs> one of those fucking losers. Dude, you know what? We should start hanging out at one of those like young professionals lounges. Oh, like, dude. I'll go I'll go there to like fucking like, I don't know, read scripts or sketches or whatever. And it's just like the fucking, you know that every conversation there is like office politics or some shit. <laughs> like, I saw someone, I saw someone like come join. This guy came in, he came in with two girls and there was a guy who came up and joined them just to kind of like get in on the action there. Good for him. But like, I look over like 15 minutes into it and this girl has her head in her hands. And oh shit. no. And she's, and, and I'm there for another hour. I'm like drinking Prosecco, like a fucking asshole. And <laughs> I, was it flavored? It, no, it wasn't. Oh, it was okay. it, the cheapest thing. And the only thing they had on draft was Prosecco. That's a weird place. It's a weird place. And I don't I have no idea how much I drank. I think I had like fucking six or seven drinks, but they came in like like a something you'd serve a cocktail in in the nineteen twenties. Oh weird. Yeah, so like I have no idea how much liquor I drank at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're either blacking out or not. 
Oh, dude. Or it's like those like business bars where you go to where it's like half the shot so they can keep working. <laughs> but they're still ordering like eight cocktails. It's what's it, you know what's great is I, I like small shot glasses. They yeah. should just do three dollar half size shots so people can take more shots. People love taking shots. Yeah. But if I take a shot, that sends me over the line into Pukeville. Really? Every time. Well, because the, when I'm at the bar and my friends want to break out shots, it's because it's like fucking I don't know, like twelve thirty. It's or it's it's yeah. eking closer to closing. Mm-hmm. But for me, that means I'm like fucking ten fifteen beers, covers, yeah. yeah, ten fifteen beers deep, and I just don't want to be rude. So I'm like, I guess I'm gonna risk passing out and choking on vomit tonight, <laughs> so that fucking. <laughs> Julian from the bar does, wants to be my friend. Fuck, dude. I when when I was drinking, when I drink, I got that iron stomach. Ninety nine shooters. I'm oh. going ham, dude. I remember. I'll I w- fucking take nineteen of those and black out in a swimming pool. <laughs> we went one for one on those for about four hours. Oh yeah, yeah. We and, and I, I chug them. I'm like chug. <laughs> yeah, we. What movie were we seeing? We were in the parking lot and we drank like. Oh, Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, so we went to go see Barbarian. Great movie to see drunk, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. But needed a crowd, too. I wish we had more people. The crowd was good. You just needed a few more people. That would have been awesome. But, like, fucking... I had such bad heartburn. And, like... (laughs) I didn't eat anything that day. This was liquor-induced heartburn, which I didn't know was a fucking thing. Maybe it was some, like, German beer, but this is, like, fucking alcohol. Like, it's just supposed to... Evaporate, oh, man. You, I, I basically just been taking um, Nexium when he would drink them. <laughs> Nexium? What are yeah. those, man? The heartburn that, medication. <laughs> oh, dude. No, you think so? Yeah, Nexium is that sex cult? No, no, no. Nexium is a brand name brand. That's so funny, dude. Well, because three times on this podcast, someone has been like, "What's that thing?" It's like uh, Nexium. Like, do you remember that old uh, fucking John Stewart bit where anytime there was an acronym, he'd be like. The Association for Retired Persons, or NAMBLA, <laughs> like, and it just every like National uh, Aeronautics and Space Association, or NAMBLA, NAMBLA, and <laughs> it would maybe get a laugh five percent of the time. It's, yeah, because it's like, oh, <laughs> well, no, it's not even that. I don't think people noticed. Yeah, it was just you. You say something in that newscaster rhythm. Yeah, and some of it gets overlooked, and I love that. He's he's great. Yeah, John Stewart's awesome. I. I'm probably if I ever, this is only ever gonna happen if like my girlfriend gets like Apple TV. For yeah, some, yeah. Like that's the only way I'm ever gonna watch this shit because I'm it's not gonna. Pro- the new show is so serious though. Yeah, dude, I've been and, watching like, the... no bummer content. It is zero bummer, bummer. It's like, you know, jokes. You know, it's old Daily Show, right? Do some bits, and then it's like, okay, here's the serious story about like. Oh, these Iraq veterans who are burning garbage and then are dying slowly and our government does nothing about it. And you're like, cool, this is not funny. <laughs> this is just depressing. Dude, my fu- and every episode was like that for the first... Well, I only watched some of the first season. I, I At least just, John Oliver does bits in between the serious stories. I'm, I'm only going to let myself be sad in one way. <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be 90s sad. We're like, I'm mad that everyone's a poser. <laughs> And like shit's fake now, yeah. and I'm gonna do that like as a man in like my like late twenties. That's that's the best way to do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, everything's so fake. It's like, damn, no black hair, dude. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> I had, I had like a a male friend of mine, uh, great friend, best friend at the time, and his advice to me 
was you should dye your hair black, which would look so fucking bad. Bad. It would look so... We I, both did blonde at one point as a yeah. joke, right? Or well, no, no you, yeah. you pulled yours off. I did not. <laughs> yeah, I went like... I, I did the top of my hair like full platinum and like my Yeah, you looked like went, a 90s guy. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking weird. It was it was cool hair. Denims. You looked like you were part of Nirvana. It was cool. So I'm, I might have been thinking about bleaching it again just because my yeah. hair is fucking crazy long now, but for me... I know, uh, I can't do it. My sh- shit just curls. Your shit curls. Pisses dude. me off, Oh, dude. dude, look at this shit I got going in the back. It looks like a like the back of my head looks like an eagle is taking off. <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. Jealous over here. <laughs> dude, I'm, I uh, I don't know, though, but I, I have composer face, dude. Like, yeah. I've, like, if I have long hair, I look like I should be teaching music at some shit college. Which would be fun. Which would be, because I would, the second I got tenure, like, give me, give me a subject. And I'll, I'll tell you what I would teach the second I got tenure. Twenties uh, music. Twenties music. Mm-hmm. Just all of the nineteen twenty songs that were about fucking. <laughs> It'd be called sexuality in early twentieth century and it's music. Just jazz music. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's all these swingers old, music. Yeah, there's yeah. all these old jazz songs where it's like, "Come on, my tits, honey." <laughs> <laughs> like it's so good. It's um. There was this night we, we had like a fucking after party at my place after the bar closed, and this girl was like, "Can I get can I get on Ox?" <coughs> and just played slutty jazz songs from the twenties. That's awesome. And I went to a different after party a few weeks after that, and I was like, "Guys," and we we're doing like pass the phone kind of shit. And I was like, "Listen to this fucking joint." I'm worried now. I have a story backwards, um, but. I put it on and everyone fucking loves it. And then for a second night of my life, I'm listening to 20s sex music. <laughs> and I never thought just got right into it. Just got right into Fuck it. Yeah, it's universe. Everyone wants to hear a song. It's like, just on my tilts. It's like, which is weird. Cause that, that stuff get a parental advisory on it. No. So that was something That's that in- the, the, the family, the, the council for family, blah, 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 blah. There was a, a big long name for it. Uh, they were looking for, they wanted to make that a law and then okay. record labels, you know, they, they actually, they, you know, they were like, you know, it's a free speech issue. They don't have to do that. It's a private product. And then record labels were like, we're gonna, s-. they realized they were selling more records on albums that had that parental advisory label on it. It's like how in the eighties people wanted to go to R rated movies Yeah, yeah. and nothing else. Yes. So like, <laughs> It's, it's the same kind of deal where it's just like people do it as a marketing technique. Like when I was working with underground hip hop artists, one thing, cause I would, I would do everything, which is a bad idea. Don't do everything. Hire out the work. Um, I would make album covers for these guys. And the only note I would ever get is, can you add a parental advisory? <laughs> I'm like, it makes sure. everything look hard. It does. That picture of Bill Clinton by the train tracks. You put that parental advisory sticker. Yeah. It's an album cover. <laughs> Dude, there's so many. Because what's the famous example? Is it Jazz from Hell? Has it? There's no vocals. It's just musician. Music. All instrumental. All instrumental. And it got that just for the title. What was it? What was the name of the album? Jazz from Hell. That's it? That's it. Yeah, that's marketing. It's like a 40s thing. Dude, that would be (laughs) fucking. Yeah, that was was definitely like a label pickup. And they're like, let's make this look hard. Yeah. Because like. uh, Let me see when that came out. Because I got. I have a Hank the Third like gatefold CD. Okay, it's very very cool, and that music is so dirty. It's like it's like outlaw country music. So it's like literally about like let's do coke and then go shoot somebody. Like it's those songs. No parental advisory sticker. 
Oh, if, if Frank Zappa? Frank Zappa talked about it a lot, yeah. yeah. He thought it was stupid. I think he died before that legislation was, like, fully knocked down. I don't think he made it into the 90s. I don't know. I don't know. Dead air, Seth. What are you looking at? Oh, yeah. Okay, what do we got? We got this it says album. it's by him. Oh, Jazz from Hell by Frank Zappa? I didn't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe I was confused. Oh, no. it's Well, here's the thing. If you put it on there, it's probably as a joke. Okay. Because... And let's see, what, what year Zappa is this? Because there was a point... 86, I think it's it. Yeah, so that's going to be from his, like, modern classical period. Okay. Which is really cool, innovative stuff. Like, but it's out there, man. It's weird. It's... it's and Zappa's music was already weird, but he was kind of criticized for being, like, fake deep about his compositions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, parallel fifths. That's so... That's so interesting, Frank Zappa. And he was like, okay, fuck you. And so he would just write this really dense shit. There's this album on my phone that I should probably delete, or I already have deleted, called Civilization Part 3 by Frank Zappa. Okay. And it's like dolphin sounds, bro. <laughs> it's like fucking like ocean waves. And oh, my God. Nonsense. I think uh, didn't Lou Reed did that too, but he was trying to get out of a record deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. he did Metal Machine music in 1972 or 1976, and it he put he he turned on his tape recorder, like a reel to reel, and then put his guitar next to his amp because that will cause feedback because guitar pickups. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it just caused feedback, and he recorded that feedback for two hours and 35 minutes. <laughs> Released a double album, I think. So he got out of it the last two albums of his fucking contract. So cool. That's rad. You know what's crazy is Germans love that album. They like, would. Those yeah. fucking sickos would. Well, because like um, <laughs> Nico, who was on that Velvet oh, Underground album, is yeah, a yeah. German fashion model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, if you go into the comments of Metal Machine music on like YouTube or whatever, it's always people from Germany being like, "Dude, this was so cool. Oh, it was amazing." Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's like, you you have to understand, we all thought Lou Reed was cool, and then he came out with the sounds of metal scraping, and we li- we literally have not stopped having an orgasm since 1976. I've, I would have killed my wife in the gully if it were not for Lou Reed's metal machine music. <laughs> I don't feel like German serial killers are the weirdest. They have to be the it's weirdest. All, it's They're pe- always fruity. That's well, why I hate them. Any, anyone from like middle or like Eastern Europe is like, I took their bodies and then I brined them in pickle juice. And then I got <laughs> them and I made them into giant pickle jars. <laughs> they're, they should be a, a stern people. They do not do happy well. No. It, <laughs> it, comes, comes, off, off, it comes off like a fucking... Psychopath, yeah. Psychopath. Well, it's like the oh. last time a psycho, any, you know, last time someone was excited about something in Germany, it was all psychopaths. Yeah. It was all like, <laughs> like, let's do it, let's. And you threw meth in there. It's a weird, weird time over there, dude. I bet if people were like, well, yeah, no, the German economy totally rebounded after Hitler took over, and it's like, yeah, dude, he was handing out work pills, man. Yeah, dude. Is I don't know if they. And, but everything else was illegal, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they banned drugs. But, like, pharmaceuticals, dude, would probably be super easy to get. Do you know how easy it would probably be to go to a doctor in the 40s and be like, I need a gallon of Darvon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I, I, uh, can you fill up this 55-gallon drum with laudanum, please? Be- yeah, that was, like, uh, Bear, 
the brand had their own heroin. Yeah, they actually the word heroin is a registered trademark of the Bear Corporation. It's hilarious. It's only called you heroin. You can see the vials of it. It has the Bear logo on it. And you're like, oh, cool, dude. Dude, there'd be these like things called like cough medicine, and it would literally be on the. It, it would say the ingredients on the bottle would be like 25% cannabis extract, 30% codeine, <laughs> and you're like. Holy fuck, dude. Getting people fucked up. Like, yeah, like people who were dying back then, they would just let them smoke opium. (laughs) Just totally (laughs) smart. Dude, can you imagine, like, hospitals are such dicks, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Well, I heard that, like, cancer patients and stuff they get that's the where that's that that's where all the opiates are going now yeah people well, are dying well that's good that's good honestly like there's that's who should be able to do heroin yeah it's like <laughs> people who people who don't need to do stuff for the next 10 years no they're just slowly dying and it's like yeah there you go I, dude I'm fine uh, with that but it's like that's why like people were like construing the like it looks bad no matter what the opiate gummies but yeah. it's like for kids who have cancer yeah. It's like it was an easier way to give it to them. Yeah, they can't and, swallow stuff, dude. So it's like I know, but people were like, Oh, they're purposely getting kids addicted and it was like it was no. not for a fucking kid falling off yeah, a bike. No one no one's actually being like, Yeah, dude, we'll get on them we'll get them hooked young and then we'll make all this money on methadone later. I know, it's weird because it's like now they're so pressured to not give out opiates. Oh, that it fucking that it blows. sucks. It you can't. Sucks. You get out of surgery, and they're like, "Here's fucking ibuprofen." I'm like, "What? I've, no." I've, I've been hearing about that, dude. I, I knew somebody got fucking ibuprofen for wisdom teeth recently. And it's oh, like, I would have blown my brains. I out. would. F- I I would be buying smack. I would be on the street. The fuck? And you can't buy pills now. No. Oh, oh they're all fake. Man. Unless you know a grandma who's selling them. There's no. There's no. You cannot trust a blue pill on the street. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't buy fucking black market Viagra. No, like fucking. Isn't it weird though that you can just get, you just get blue chew. You, it's no, it's so weird to me though that like that's you can't go buy it over the counter at like Walgreens. No, but you can get it online from a foreign country. Yeah, it used well, to blue be, chew's American made. Yeah, it, dude, it used to be you could get overseas pharmacies for everything. I know. It, in the two thousands, you could get OxyContin like just from India, which would be sketchy. <laughs> which would be sketchy, but like. uh wasn't India. like that's the scene in um, uh, Darjeeling Limited. The brothers like just sharing different types of opiates they got at the over counter. It's like that's cool as shit, <laughs> dude. If we ever go to England, right? You yeah. know what we're doing. We're totally taking some Tylenol three. And having a great, like we're gonna get drunk, get hungover as shit, take a Tylenol three and smoke a joint. Oh yeah, and we're just gonna enjoy it. Well, it's like what in uh, Mexico at the resorts, right? If you're too hungover, they offer an IV. Oh, oh, and it just clears up your whole day. <laughs> You're like, Dude, cool. I feel way better. I remember one time I got a, I was in the hospital and they were like, "You're severely dehydrated," and they start pumping you full of fucking saline, dude. Yeah, and you feel great. Like, oh, thank God. And and they're like, and I'm like, is there any way I could get this hydrated by drinking water? And they're like, <laughs> no. no. No, you're never gonna feel this good ever again. <laughs> You're fucked. Oh man, I wonder if that is that a good transition into the the thing episode. Oh yeah, here let's uh, fly, <laughs> let's check the old show notes. Yeah, so uh, the house episode that you're talking about. Okay, so you've been rewatching. I've house. been rewatching it with a female friend, and this is technically fucking her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does not listen to this episode. Um. Hey, right, so if this comes out 2006. Is the, the pussy s- fat? 
Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Beefy. That's all I like them. I want my <laughs> I want my girl's pussy to look like you put a firecracker in a beef sandwich. You know what I'm talking about? Like the real Italian way. I'm eating her out. I want slurping like wanna... spaghetti. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want it to sound like Snorlax when I'm in the pussy. <laughs> I want to play with something. Um, right, Give so... me a clit I can punch. <laughs> Dude, before we get into this house episode, can I, can, I, can I tell you this new bit I've been doing on, on black Twitter spaces? Sure. Because I've never killed the black audience harder than this. Fucking, I I get the room's attention. I'm like, okay, everybody, I'm having trouble naming a fetish I have. Okay. And they're all like, okay. Okay, white boy. They're all a little, they're already skeptical of me, but I play it cool yeah. for like 10 minutes. And then they're like, uh, okay, what, what is it that you like doing? I'm like, I like to take a woman and punch her in the butt as hard as I can. Like right on the cheek, like pop, 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 pop and <laughs> fucking double over laughing, dude. And, oh, that's great. And then I, I of course went to a different Twitter space and tried this out and it is, it's, just it's an evergreen word. joke, bro. Evergreen. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just really worried though. Cause a lot of those people, that's how I get followers on Twitter is people find me in Twitter space. And then they check out the podcast. <laughs> and they check out the podcast. And then, uh, I, I feel like now the the black community is going to be really worried that I'm not out here punching people in the ass. Yeah, you got to represent, dude. Yeah, but anyways, you're we talking should, about should, Hillary. <laughs> Sorry, we should what? We should what though? We should just have we should do a stern episode and just <laughs> have some women come in and let us so that we can punch their asses you live know, on the mic, dude. You know who we keep getting? We don't keep getting requests for, but like I keep getting put in spaces with OnlyFans girls because that's also how they market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, I just the porn and stars. I just don't want to talk to them. You know, so you know what? Uh, Mad Trash is doing a show for us now. Okay, and uh, she is going to mostly talk about kink and speak with sex workers. That's cool. That it, probably is a better form for it. It's it's a it's a great. Uh, you know, I I love having her on. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't want to talk about the shit she wants to talk about. She's so good about talking about. Oh yeah, all this fucking kinky shit and all this fucking BDSM stuff and I personally would be so bored talking to a sex worker I'd be so bored because anytime I see a sex worker I'm like yeah, I used to be roommates. Like, sometimes it's like, there was like a podcast where she was telling a story I'm not going to name it, but she was telling a story and it's like to me I'm like that's horrifying and tragic and she was like laughing about the experience and I'm like it's not going to be the right vibe not for with me. I'm yeah, like, going like, to ruin the episode. We're just like confused and trying to talk her out of her life decisions. <laughs> hey, actually, <laughs> it's like we you told us to your therapist. Maybe switch therapists. <laughs> there's, I'm, I'm wondering who my first, you know, guest to to like really get because I because I interview a lot of like Twitter medium bees that like instead of a low B or a high B, mm-hmm. a medium B. And one of them will catch fire one day, and yeah. and then have a scandal. And I'm I'm excited, I'm excited oh, yeah. for it. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> All right. So say we're gonna be looking at the at Viagra pussy episode and seeing what could have possibly been a hint. <laughs> Break down. down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would. We should. Uh, this is okay. I had an idea for a podcast that I'm sorry. We're gonna get back to the house episode, but I'm oh, so mad we didn't get to do this concept because it's already been done. Oh, damn. Um, or I was told it's already been done. I should do my own research. But every episode is the pilot of a new podcast, and that's the bit. Oh, that's fun as fuck. Right? 
That's yeah, so that is fucking so cool. fun. And uh, I, I might say fuck it because don't, you don't own a format. That's true. It's just, it's so like, and just, we can make it better. First of all, yeah. First of all, <laughs> fuck. I've I'll never listened to your shitty show. Po- yeah, I'll, like, I'm gonna listen to that one episode. And I'll be like, I can do it better. <laughs> I can do this better. I'm, in fact, my show's already better. <laughs> commenting on everything. Listen to Piss Magazine. Yeah, fuck. If your mom isn't listening to us yet, fucking get on it, dude. I would honestly, guys. Can you tell your friends around the podcast? <laughs> I fucking. I, they teach that everything. They're like, shout. You have to shout out, get people sharing, and I'm like, I don't care. Let it naturally it's, glow. Yeah, dude. Like honestly, if something's really funny, you send it to your friend. Yeah. Like, but anytime, there's like one show that pimps itself pretty hard that I'm in total support of. Mm-hmm. Dead Rabbit Radio. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great paranormal podcast, but one of his taglines in his big fucking intro. I hate this about produced podcasts where it's. it's and he's just an indie guy. Yeah. But he's like, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, remember, if you can't donate to the Patreon, please tell your friends to share it. And I'm like, I was already going to do that. Now I'm a little disincentivized. Yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck. Because there's like four good paranormal podcasts. Yeah, there. Like, well, there was one, and then they turned into a murder mystery. Dude, can we talk about the decline of Last House on the Left? I'm, I I guess it's hard, too, because I haven't listened to the newest episodes. Neither have I. But, like, I remember checking out for a year and then checking back in, and I'm like, you guys have done nothing on the occult. Nothing. Nothing on fucking dipshits. Fucking, nothing on cults. Nothing about the fucking Jewish fucking alien. What is it? Like, they traveled here? I forgot that episode. Oh, I remember listening to that. Dude, oh, yeah, man. Like, I, I want... The ancient Jew aliens. Like, yeah. that shit's cool as fuck. I want to learn into that. But, like, when you're talking about, like, murder for five hours, I'm just like... Dude, I don't care, but that's what all the fucking women listen to. That's all yeah. podcasts women listen to. Uh, well, and ours. Yeah. I've, I don't know if we've already referenced the numbers on this episode, but like, I'll talk to podcasts similar to ours, because mm-hmm. we all talk, guys. All the hosts of these similar podcasts, we talk. Yeah. And fucking- We get into a big room. We get into a big room, smoky room, close the doors. <laughs> we talk about how to disenfranchise black America. <laughs> What movies are coming out that year? <laughs> and, uh, fuck, I got lost in the bit. Where the fuck were we talking about, dude? Um, going into, uh, fuck. Oh, talking to podcasters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll talk to podcasters, and they have, like, 99% male listenership. Yeah. And we have a solid, like, 20% and a little over, and I'm cool with that. I want more. Yeah, I want more female Because, uh... Believe it or not, that's who interacts with us the most, like, online. I don't think we come off as threatening. We're not. We're not no. a threatening podcast, and frankly, we don't... I mean, I don't know. We're pretty good-natured for being kind of offensive. Yeah, we're but, offensive, but, like, we have understandings of how things work. Yes, exactly. We're not... <laughs> I'm not coming on here being like, can you believe these people want rights? Yeah, it's, it's like, like our podcast doesn't do that. We ever. don't. No, that's... I don't know. I think it's it. I think it's actually cool, and I think it, it helps you out in the future if you actually have a more diverse audience. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. It's like I want to. I would love to be able to fucking do a show anywhere in America. That'd be nice. It'd be like, fun. I still. Here's the thing. I've never bought a ticket to or a streaming ticket to one of those like this podcast live events. I listen to smaller stuff. Yeah. And I don't know what the fucking format of a show like that would even be. I think Cometown did it best. 
probably yeah it's but just, they're actually like, fucking funny yeah well like, they're all stand-up comedians yeah so it's, so just it's like, like you can work that into a show yeah. i think last podcast live i probably did it good too but like why would i want to go listen to like the murder mystery fucking podcast live <laughs> yeah and or it's like, like jre live like that was whoa. like chaotic oh dude what yeah. Oh yeah, the for end of the world stream. Yeah, dude. Yeah, with Stanhope on that. Fuck oh yeah, him. Bill Burr's arguing with that female comedian for like forty minutes. Like it's too long, and like no one dude. stops them, and they're all getting blackout drunk. Dude, Doug Stanhope's girlfriend like went into a coma like two days before that. Oh really? And the only reason he was able to like get through that is according to his podcast from the time. It's Marilyn Manson came by and was just plying him with cocaine. <laughs> Like I took an Adderall and I was really sad and I called Marilyn Manson. He was like, "I'll be right there, bro." And he brought over. Dude, like, he seems like the nicest guy. Yeah, he does. Apparently, I, there's like all those stories about him. Just like he just goes hangs out with people and always has a bowl of weed on him. Yeah. There's that famous photo of him and Johnny Depp just sharing a bowl. <laughs> 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 they look like high schoolers. It's, so it's just the funniest, funny. goofiest photo too. And I, uh, I don't know. There's there's no good commentary to be made about his canceling. I think he's going to be one of those guys. I mean, what was like, it, the thing? It's like those music videos he made. Or he made some type of movie that was like he was actually abusing the women in it, right? There's a like a mock snuff film he did called Groupie. Uh, okay. And, where he like actually urinates on a woman. She okay. was cool with it. I think she signed a fucking release. Uh, yeah, some after. Like somebody but, was saying that they were abused during the making of it or something. Uh, it was well. There he had a an ex-girlfriend or two come forward and be like, he made me feel uncomfortable. And, you know, I don't want to downplay that. I just don't know the I don't know the, the full story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, he's an artsy guy. He probably was. And if you do too much drugs or drink too oh, much. Yeah. What, one of the, the main thing that Evan Rachel Wood was mad about. Well, this is what I remember. Cause I don't, I don't remember really any of the sexual abuse stuff. Uh, if there was any. If there was any mentioned, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't uh, know. But she was like, he would make Jew jokes all the time. <laughs> and <laughs> that was, there was just something about that that was kind of funny to me. He might just find the humor in it. Well, yeah. It's like you dated him for like three years. I think it was probably a joke, but he does own like a shit ton of Nazi paraphernalia, allegedly, but you can go find pictures the, of him wearing the thing an SS is, hat. Back then in the 90s and stuff, it was cool to get Nazi stuff because the shit was cool. Yeah, it was edgy. Yeah, and like knowing about World War II stuff, it's fascinating. Also, like, what are the odds that like Marilyn Manson isn't friends with someone like Boyd Rice from Death in June? Who, who, if you don't know, is like a, he was like a, Death in June is like a a band, and, or was Boyd Rice in Death in June? Anyways, uh, Boyd Rice was like a musician who used a lot of like fascist imagery. Yeah. And would like go on like Christian talk shows and talk about like being like a Nazi Satanist and stuff. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, so he was, he was on Bob Larson all the time. Fuck yeah, dude. So Bob Larson, I, do you, we used to love these this uh, couple of interviews uh, where Bob Larson would interview neo Nazi Satanists and be like neo Nazi Satanists on today's episode, <laughs> and it was so fucking funny uh, because you could tell that they were just like actually buddies. Yeah. So he'd be like, so tell me James, why do you hate Christ? And he'd be like, well, Bob, <laughs> I don't like your Jew on a stick. And they would go back and forth That's like that. So crazy. And dude, 
And yeah. all that TV's gone. Oh, it's all gone. It just got scrubbed recently. I think I might have those clips saved because they were so It's funny. like that whole Jerry Springer era we're bringing on fucking... Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, RIP to, to a king. But, king, uh, dude. Fucking... Uh, there was this one fucking interview that James Mason did with Bob Larson recently. Mm-hmm. So this is the neo-Nazi Satanism guy. Not a musician. Just a guy who's like actually a domestic terrorist. Hell. <laughs> And he's, Up the rock. Yeah, for 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 years he's yeah. been like, uh, been like, I don't have a computer. Yeah, I don't fucking blah blah. And he does like just like live on welfare in Denver, um, in like some Section Eight housing. But he he did he came out of hiding to do his buddy Bob Larson's like a uh, Zoom show. That's funny. And Bob Larson is now an exorcist. He's not a Catholic, but he's an exorcist. Fucking weird. So there's all these like uh just like it's basically like poor people. That come in and they're like going wild, yeah, because they don't have any like actual experience in a yeah. church. If they did, they'd know that like he's not a reverend. Yeah, he doesn't know anything about. No, this is all for show. It's all for show. <laughs> he's my favorite Christian grifter. There aren't enough. No, people are like, oh, there's too many. They're taking advantage. Milo like, Yiannopoulos is getting there. He's getting there. I, I like. I just need to know that you don't buy it at all. Yeah, and then I'm totally on board with you. I'm just like you're fun to watch. I know Fuentes was saying rumors about him still being with his husband and stuff, but I'm like, yeah, if that's true, that's cool because then he's just going psycho right now. Is there? Oh, dude, that's. And if it's, if it's like a hoax or something, that would be interesting. I don't know. He had that that debate where he's like Christian nationalism. It's like, what does he even mean by it? He doesn't even follow. He's just like, if you don't believe in God, you should be murdered. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I'll tell you who the real fags are, not the guy's cocks I suck. <laughs> but people that don't believe in Jesus Christ. Yes, literally. Savior. That was basically the debate. <laughs> I just think he doesn't like sex with Muslim guys. And that's, that would be so the, funny. If he's like, I just prefer cut dick. And this is really, <laughs> that's all it comes down to. It's cut dick for me. That's why I want them killed. <laughs> oh man! You, um, I, I think that uncircumcised dicks are going to be the hot thing in like fucking. Oh, it's not ten- right now, right? It, well, no, probably because no, uncircumcised is hot right now. Yeah, because um, the whole cir- like, well, everyone we're fucking likes circumcised fucking dicks. That's been true our whole lives, yeah. and will probably be true for the rest of our lives. But our but people having kids right now. They're not cutting their dicks. What's the fucking argument right now? Yeah, because uh, it's like inhumane to do it now. Yeah, it's fu- it's like a clitorectomy, dude. It yeah, takes yeah, yeah. 60% of the nerve endings off your dick. Sex would be 40% better if you weren't circumcised, dude. Fucking gay. Fucking stupid. Well, also, though, you know, we do be lasting. Do be lasting. Do be lasting. We're, we're part, well, we're part of, apparently, after talking to a bunch of women, we're in a different club. Apparently. Fucking, fucking one pump and dumpers. Like, what the fuck? You must not, they must not have any, like, secondary contact with women. Yes. If, if, the, if like, the, just the touch of a woman is enough to, like, arouse you, and then just having any sexual contact with a woman is enough to make you ejaculate, I'm like, dude, you need to just talk to more girls. Yes. Just talk to them. More it's often. not that hard. I was having yeah. a lovely conversation to a lady. She was like, do you like podcasts? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, what type of podcast do you listen to? And we're just going back and forth. And it's just like, 
Just do that. Just talk about what you like. I feel yeah. like I just need to preach this to guys. Yeah. Just talk about what you're interested in. I, unless it's too weird. And if it's too weird, and if a girl blocks you immediately after telling her it, then don't bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, this is one of those things where it's like, a, if you have to ask. Yeah. If you have to ask, it's too weird. It's too weird. If you're like, but what about 1970s like horror movies? It's like, you're not cool enough to talk about them yet. Yeah, no. Date, date her for fucking three months. Yeah, don't. Don't <laughs> show her fucking Suspiria fucking day one. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, I told that the, story about when I showed a girl Antichrist for the first time. So so many <laughs> I never saw him again stories yeah. start with, he put on this movie. Yes. So many. And I uh, fucking, I honestly, for this reason alone, I'll never watch The Doors. Boner killer. That's yeah, yeah. So not only is it boner killer, it's pussy napkins. It just dries, dries a chick out. I guess, yeah, there's just movies you don't watch with your female. Yeah, never. Easy. Easy. Like, dude, uh... I learned that at 18. Uh, dude, my... You know what does... What is interesting about dating is, like, I don't know, like, I dated a chick for a long time, super into horror movies. Mm-hmm. Dating a chick now, not into that kind of shit at all. No, it's hard to find. It's hard. It is. It's a rare, it's and a rare if thing. You it's you not, find, it's, she's usually abusive. <laughs> she's usually abusive, yeah. <laughs> usually a yeller. Yeah. Um... Dude, there's. I've been thinking about this a lot lately about like how many times when I was dating <laughs> that person, I would wake up and I'd already be being yelled at. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the? What f- did I do what again? The fuck is happening? It's. I left the TV on. Why? Who cares? No, it's not even. It's not even <laughs> shit like that. It's That's what I'd get yelled at. Cra- crazy shit. I, uh, dude, I, the number of times where like, like I don't, I don't fall asleep after sex. Like eighty percent of the time. Uh, if I was drinking, I will. Twenty percent of the time, it's like dead, dead sleep. But like eighty percent of the time, I'm gonna sit on my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> until three a.m. Well, there, what's <laughs> that? There was that meme on Twitter for a while. It's like he just came in me, and now he's playing Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> right now he's working on his spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, no, dude, I, I fuck, I, I don't know. I, I waited out till I want to go to sleep or fucking have more sex or ba- basically yeah. until fucking sex is over. Well, I, I always did the and move you know, of having sex. Then making like food. That's a great way to change up the yeah, night. Yeah, and then watching something and then having sex before bed. <laughs> that's, that's a great honestly. Well, and then it's and then you don't you don't have that moment where you're sitting through a refractory period of like fucking five minutes where you're like you're waiting to get the mojo up again. Yeah. And it's like Yeah, you know like And if the, the sex things, was good, they're just like in the moment and they're just chilling for a minute. They're chilling. But then sometimes they'll say some shit and it's like, Okay, I gotta fuck you again. And I it's I I love it. I love it, but sometimes it's, it's like when you know someone's get going, dude. Yeah, which is great. It's yeah. and I was about to say sometimes I would uh, just sacrifice like a whole day for it. Yeah, and it's like I gotta. I still would. I I, I say this like it's not what I did the last time. <laughs> yeah, the problem is with me if I'm doing it all day or I gotta be drinking, and then when that turns into like fucking taking a three p.m. nap and waking up at seven feeling like garbage. Oh, dude, that's the worst. Like I. Oh yeah. I've. You know, I've been working weird fucking hours, right? Because it's, it's doing, doing creative shit. You work weird hours. Because your life, like I learned in insomnia last night, <laughs> uh, when you don't sleep normal hours, the world feels dead. Yeah. You drive for miles. You don't see a light on. You don't see a car. No, when I did my, you know, druggy phase, dude, just being up all night. And just seeing people around four in the morning, it's a weird time, dude. You lose humanity. (laughs) You know what was really weird? Uh, I got like a McDonald's breakfast, and uh, the cashier was like being like 
cute with me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's six in the morning. How do you have the energy for this shit? I know. I like went. To, I got like I did a pickup right because I was so hungover. Yeah. And I was like, she's like, the lady comes up and she's like, is there anything else I can get for you? I'm like, no, fucking stop talking to me. I need this fucking McMuffin and I gotta go, dude. <laughs> Is there anything I can do? What, you're going to go back in there and get me a second straw? Fucking get away from me. <laughs> Fucking robot. What the fuck? <laughs> no. Dude, what's, tell, me, tell me about this fucking house episode. All right, well, okay, I wanted to bring this up because it kind of leads into something funny, but rewatching it, you know, house is fine. Good good show. You like you rewatched The Mentalist, right? Oh, yeah, dude. I really liked The Mentalist. Um. Because I'm fucking a forty year old woman. So this is this episode's called Skin Deep, right? Oh, okay. So opens up, you see a model, right? Uh-huh. She's on stage and she like like punches another model and collapses, right? Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, anyway, wait, wait, who collapses? The punched model or the puncher? The puncher. Okay. So she's having a weirdo thing. Um, so she's fifteen. Mm-hmm. Played by a 26-year-old. <laughs> Already weird. So House is like, are you really 15? And it's like complimenting on her God-perfect sculpted boobs. Jeez, bro. It's very, yeah. No, this is a weird episode. Um, they're not understanding what's wrong with her, so they think she's having like traumatic problems because she's so hot. This is House's theory that she must have been molested by her dad, who's her agent and manager, right? <laughs> and like complimented about her in the magazine and um so house like corners him in the bathroom it's like okay you're my patient now patient client privileges did you have sex with your daughter and he's like yes once right and you're like okay this episode's weird and then like she gets confronted about it later and she's like oh no i got him to have sex with me so I could do whatever I wanted so she could do heroin. She's like, I fucked my photographer. I fucked my fucking... uh, um, She's uh, just like a blackmail artist. Yes. That's insane, As a 15-year-old who's played by a 27-year-old. That's a creepy... This is a very creepy episode. So the episode keeps going on, and guess what? The zinger is she actually was born with male body parts. What? She's a... So she's on HRT, and that's why you're... Yeah, no, but she's like... So she has male testicles, and she has to get them cut off. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you pulling up on your phone? I got so scared for a second. No, I was just going to show you a picture of her. Uh, um, so they sleep away camp the ending. That's yeah. so crazy. And like, da-da-da, and I'm like, who, what? Producer. <laughs> Fucking let this get on air. I can understand sometimes being in a writer's room and you just keep coming up with yeah, ideas. It's so salacious. That's and I'm like, like thing, thing, yeah, thing. I'm like, who fucking Oh, Brian Singer. Oh, oh! no. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh oh. Uh, oh. Can I tell you Weird. I, I had a moment like that watching Insomnia. Really? There so this guy, he's like dealing with the fallout of like watching that contestant commit suicide on his first show. Mm-hmm. He's taking a hard jog and he's having flashbacks and he doubles over and pukes outside of this like uh like fenced in basketball court where uh like a teenage girl, maybe like fifteen, sixteen, is doing like aerial silk practice and she's like really good and it's not like shot sexually, but it's like like you're just watching like a fifteen year old girl dance for like, it's like a minute much. and a half, and then it like 
it like never is referenced again and has no bearing on the story. And I'm like, <laughs> produced by Chris D'Elia. Ew, <laughs> gross. I, I, and you know, I don't know if that's a direction decision or if that was in the screenplay, but I'm just like, <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the thing they say about, uh, you know, creeps like green lighting any show in the eighties with children in it. Yeah. They were like, yeah, no, it's just any excuse to have like 200 kids on set. Gross. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. Trying to uh, show you what she looks like because you're going to be like, they are trying to pass that off as a fucking 15 year old. She is aged. She doesn't. It's disgusting. She what looks they... rough for 26. <laughs> like she looks like 33. She's supposed to have a heroin problem. Okay. She might have a real life heroin problem. Like she looks <sighs> she, beat, dude. Dude, the fucking like, I am a girl. Like that's like the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, so you wrote the episode as the child's the predator. And I'm like, that's so that's, gross. That's yeah, that's that's a pedo coded for sure, dude. Ah <sighs> like that's child's the predator, which is a concept that I don't think would ever enter someone's fucking mind unless you know because like i mean unless you're searching for like Singer the directed like story. a couple episodes was an executive producer so most likely what happened was hey why don't we do a story like this and he's pitching them that and green lighting it with his money so you're like oh, oh that's, that's probably what happened because the writers were like two lesbians and an old doctor Oh, so. so I don't think they were just coming up with this. Yeah, I think this Brian Singer's like, like fucking feeding outs, them outside pitches. <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> I've got a a family friend who. <laughs> it's so weird. There was a documentary made about him, and he still made Bohemian Rhapsody. It's four crazy. years later after the documentary. <laughs> Which is great. And there, it's and if you don't know what Brian Singer did, it's he would have it's documented he had underage sex with like a. Like a bunch of kids, and I think this yeah. is allegedly, allegedly he did that. I don't know if it's been. I don't think he's had a court hearing. There's over that it. photo of him with a teenager. Yeah, it's well. There's a lot of photos of his pool parties. Yeah, where it would just be, and you tell me if this sounds normal. Men in their thirties, like five or ten dudes in their thirties, and thirty to fifty, fourteen, thirteen to Ugh. seventeen year old boys, like and and they're just hanging out. And it's a pool party. And he's a movie producer, movie maker, and show ev- producer. So and it's everyone like, knew about this and everyone was you know, okay he's with been it. in casting rooms. Oh, you know what? You should come to my house sometime. We'll do some more stuff. You're like, oh, gross. Yeah. He just found his niche and got Dude, it. Dude, I, there was this, uh, I, God, I have a, this fucking hot, hot scoop that I don't know if we can talk about. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, our, the, the long list of allegations against Cher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I allegedly she has a move. Really? Yeah. Wasn't that based on? No, that wasn't. I'm confused. She somehow. she has she does the casting couch move. Really? She she like invites people over to like muffin munch right? allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly she Who invites did that people parody? over. Was it? Uh, Carrie Fisher plays like an executive. And she yeah. has that move. I can't remember what show did that though. Fucking, I don't, I don't remember either. But fucking, it like yeah, come over and we'll we'll re- work on music together. And it's like, eat me out, Ugh. fucking or whatever her move her is. Ass. But like, probably just fuck her. 
Yeah, probably. It, and then it's also like who you know who wouldn't want to bang Cher, I guess. Yeah, what era of Cher? Nineties. Kind of tail end of the comet there. <laughs> Not that women hit the wall, but but she's fucking <laughs> seventy. So thirty years ago, probably would have been okay. What would be worse, Cher or Barbara Streisand? In the nineties or now? Nineties. Oh, Barbara Streisand is way worse. Cher, yeah, Cher like kept shit tight until like ninety seven, so until about fifty. And yeah, then, and you could argue now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the GILF Zone, only on Piss Magazine. Dude, I'll do a GILF podcast all day. I'll ruin yeah. my career. Dude, <laughs> I feel like we should we should shout out the other podcasts on the network now that we have a network. Oh, yeah, true. The, the Kill Podcasters Network. We got Seth's other show, hey. Big and Bald. Big and Bald. We have... Pop uh, Culture, Nerdy Show. Yeah, we have uh, The Couch Philosopher and Duh Heads. D-U-H heads. Shout out those guys. Super funny. Super funny shit. Uh, Dot heads is video, so I th- maybe you guys oh, can yeah. check that out. But uh, fucking, I don't know. Love those dudes. Uh, we're hanging out, doing stuff together, like making podcasts and fucking. Fucking ripping it, dude. Hopefully, hopefully making a Contact bit of money. us. If you're funny, contact us. Yeah, talk talk to us. Please. Please. We're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> should we, you know it would be really funny if we, if we like opened the door for pitches, like how... We should we should do that. Yeah. After after a couple of projects, go through. Should we do like uh like fucking Zoom judging? You know how like Zoom pitches do kill Tony, but yeah. movie pitches. Yeah. I've I've thought about that actually. Do it on Kick. We have a Kick. Yeah. Yeah. Kick dot com slash piss magazine. We don't have a streaming schedule yet, but follow us and you'll get email updates when we're live. Yeah. Uh, I fucking I we're, there's no way we're not at forty five minutes. Like, there's, dude, we're way over an hour. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's four. <laughs> yeah, we're at seventy-three minutes on the dot. Perfect. So. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.